Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, and there's more corridor chatter, EU member states move to block Ukrainian imports, and Canadian wheat planting intentions are above expectations. The market continues its demise, with futures markets leading the way, pressured by fund selling, which is encountering minimal resistance. There's been much talk surrounding the future of the grain corridor, which, if Russian rhetoric is to be believed, has little chance of being extended beyond the 18th of May deadline. The potential closure of the corridor, the success of which has been a major factor in the price decline, is now viewed as a non-story, now that the damage has been done. Without a hint of irony, Turkey announced a 130% tax on wheat and maize imports, having been a major beneficiary of the corridor, while stating that they anticipated a better domestic crop this year. President Erdogan, a leading negotiator in the Black Sea Agreement, has played an absolute blinder. Russia contends that their demands under the Black Sea Agreement have not been met, specifically the lifting of sanctions, and in particular their reinstatement to the SWIFT banking system. But it came to light this week that JP Morgan, the USA's biggest bank and leading global financial services firm, has been facilitating the payment of Russian goods, which undermines the US sanctions somewhat. The EU have agreed to a ban on Ukrainian imports into Romania until the 6th of June, whilst Poland, Bulgaria, Hungary and Slovakia have taken unilateral action, banning Ukrainian imports indefinitely. Ukrainian production in 2023-24 will be much reduced, but the bordering EU countries will not want a repeat of this year, especially if the corridor is closed to maritime exports. Transit through the neighbouring EU member states will be difficult to police, although certainly unenforceable and open to abuse. Canadian planting intentions were above analyst expectations, which was another tasty nugget for the funds and algos to feast upon. Closer scrutiny revealed that the survey was taken in the end of December, early January, when prices were much higher and not February, March, which is the norm. It should also be noted that 72% of the Canadian crop is spring wheat and plantings are delayed by the recent snowpack, which is yet to thaw with more cold temperatures forecast. Spain is in trouble with temperatures of 40 degrees recorded this week in major growing areas, whilst North Africa is also hot and dry. Russia, Ukraine and Australia are expected to produce much smaller crops in 2023-24 and the lack of rain in the US plains is likely to result in lower yield and higher than normal abandonment. EU and Russian 2022-23 carryout stocks are a hot topic of debate and some analysts argue that they are higher than the current USDA numbers would suggest. In the case of Russia, it would depend on whether you think this season's crop was 104 million metric tonnes or, as the USDA believe, 92 million tonnes. All will be revealed when the USDA print their first global supply and demand balance sheets in May. There is still a lot of weather to get through before the new crop is assured, but for now the market appears happy to collude in the illusion that everything will be fine. On to malting barley and this week's headlines. The UK benefited from French export market. There's concerns on quality due to growth stage movement and concerns for Spanish crop due to the hot weather conditions. 
world malting barley prices have drifted lower, whilst the expected resolution of the Australian and Chinese trade dispute is finalised in the next few months. France and Argentina were the main beneficiaries, taking most of Australia's previous share of the Chinese malting barley business. The UK has no formal trade protocols for exporting barley to China, but nonetheless we have benefited from the knock-on effect of the strong French export market. So malting prices in those countries are moving back to pre-tariff values. In the south, we have almost the same record rainfall in April as we had in March. I don't know how, but we managed to complete spring barley plantings and the latest planted March barley is just about up, the earlier planted crops having been sitting in wet and cold conditions and need a boost from nitrogen. However, there are concerns for quality about rapid movement through growth stages and the development of sufficient tillers when the weather improves. Spain is the only real concern. There's been little rain in the south and middle since January. Currently, temperatures are up to 40 degrees, which is causing damage to their crops. They have very little water in reservoirs, and some hotels are closing their swimming pools as the water is evaporating every day. Mind you, we have a hosepipe ban in Devon. There's still no new demand for old crop malting barley, either domestically or for export. Forward premiums look good over feed barley, but maybe in the south we need to see the spring barley crop more established before selling too much forward. There's been some trade for the new crop winter malting barley craft again at good premiums to feed. With that crop being well established, please talk to us about that opportunity. On to oilseed rape and this week's headlines. The volatility continues, crude oils below $80 a barrel and palm oil drops to a six-month low. Volatility continues with the Matif rapeseed following crude and veg oils lower. The market focus is on ample short-term supplies and the negative economic sentiment in wider markets. Crude oil prices dropped almost 4% on Wednesday, extending sharp losses from the previous session as recession fears weighed on the market. Brent crude plunged below the $80 mark as fears of a US recession and an increase in Russian oil exports dulled the impact of OPEC production cuts. The slide in oil prices also weighed on grain markets as investors remained wary of an economic downturn. Chicago soybeans have been weighed down by crude oil, clear weather forecasts for US plantings and the progressing Brazilian harvest. AgRural commented on Monday that Brazilian farmers have harvested 92% of the soybean area planted for 2022-23 through last Thursday. Commodities research firm Hightower explained how Brazilian producers are actively selling soybeans due to the storage deficit and record corn crop which is expected soon. This has weighed on the price and Brazilian soybean port premiums have fallen to historical lows in recent days to their lowest point in 19 years. Palm oil has slumped to over a six-month low following the losses in rival oils and on the back of Indonesia lowering the mandatory domestic sales threshold allowing more products to enter the global market. The mandatory domestic sales threshold has been lowered from 450,000 tonnes currently down to 300,000 tonnes a month starting in May, with the aim to encourage more export sales. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for May at £185, November £195, feed barley for May 170 November 175 
and oilseed rape for May at 365 to 370 and November 375 to 380. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.